This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Vulnerable, where I get to interview Morgan Absher all about Two Hot Takes, her amazing podcast that riffs off of the Reddit, subreddit, Am I the A-Hole? Um, it's a lot of fun, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hi, Morgan. Hello. <laughs> how are you? I'm good, how are you? You have amazing skin. Oh, you do. Thank you. Know you. This. I'm literally... I'm allergic to every single sunscreen. Who do you get that from, your dad or your mom? Honestly, Who are we they're blaming? both like really hardy. So it's like <laughs> I'm probably the 25% on the Punnett Square. Like I'm the odd one out. Got it, got it. And your mom is in Minnesota? Yep, okay. she's in Minnesota. And then you. And then now you're here. You're now here. I'm here. But you're kind of like a Minnesota girl. Like you go back and forth. I do go back and forth quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. I love Minnesota and being home and spending time with family. Yeah. So I'm back there quite a bit. But I've really, I've tried to adapt to LA. Like I don't say um, bag anymore. What's that mean? Can I get a bag? A bagel? No, like oh. a bag. Oh, a bag. 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 Yeah. Okay. So literally, I would go to grocery stores out here in LA when I moved, and I'd be like, can I get a bag? And they'd be like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> a bag? Oh, yeah. Here. <laughs> I'm like, it's literally the same word, but okay. With I mean, me. there's so many words I botch. Like, I, I kind of mess up, like, vague I sometimes I say vog. I kind of forget because yeah. of the big bog thing. <laughs> okay. Like I mess that up. I kind of have to defend Minnesota. Like we're not that bad. <laughs> like when I tell people I'm from Minnesota, they're like, Minnesota. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. Like yeah. I haven't noticed an accent since you walked in here at all. Yes. So there we but go. also you should be yourself. There's a lot to love about living in different parts of the country. Yeah. Where have you lived only in Minnesota in LA or have you traveled a lot with all your work? I've traveled quite a bit, but only lived in those two spots. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird the podcast, like I, I feel like it's opened so many new doors and like the places I've gone now, I'm like, I never thought I would be able to go there. Tell me about the pod. Um, obviously you've been around for a while and it's been successful for a while and it's a great format. And then, of course, you have your whole, like, team that's with you, and your mm -hmm. fiancé has been a part of it. Yeah. So I'm just kind of curious, in terms of what your experience has been as a podcaster, has it been fun? Yeah, it's been, um, 
it's been a kind of fake it till you make it, to be honest, though. <laughs> like, I still, I'm like, I lost an audio file, like, a couple weeks ago. I just, the memory card fell out of my bag. And, yeah. like, that was World War Three panic attack <laughs> meltdown for me. I'm sure. So, like, there's something still every day. Like, I'm a professional, like, air quotes, hard on that. Because <laughs> does anyone really know what they're doing? Like, we're all just trying to, like adapt or die like it's like yeah. you gotta just keep with the times 100 so i originally moved out to la my second time where it, like it really stuck was yeah. 2017 i came out for grad school mm. so i thought i was going to be in healthcare. i went and got a doctorate in occupational therapy um my emphasis was that's like really good, that's a solid degree to have though yeah it's it's kind of funny because people are like you help people get jobs and i'm like no 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 it's it's really similar. <laughs> no, they don't have an elderly parent no. who falls like mine. So yeah, yeah OT is important. Yeah, you get it. Mm -hmm. So um, Y'all are angels too. I mean, because there was this one guy who was studying to be an OT uh, person and he just happened to be a task rabbit. And I bought my, this is so oh weird and niche, but you're, this is yeah. great to talk to you. So my mom, I bought her, this was like two Christmases ago. She had had a fall. And her second fall in like a couple years. And I was like, oh boy. So she needed a walker. So mm -hmm. I bought her a walker off Amazon. And the dude who was a task rabbit at the time, I was like, hey man, like, can you stay and help me set up this walker for my mom? And he showed her how to use it because she was very prideful. Oh, everyone is. Yeah. And, and it's and understandable, right? It was really sweet to see the way that even like the, the mindset of somebody in OT is like, mm -hmm. you know, it's really lovely. Yeah. We're, I like to like say like to people, it's like we're architects, like really crafty people, therapists and like similar to physical therapists all rolled into one. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, I really specialized in mental health and mm -hmm. psychosocial needs. Ooh. Loved that. Ooh, we and need you on I know, sets for I'm kids. Like, literally, yeah. <laughs> so I did that, um, yeah. but I graduated April 2020. Oh. Pandemic hit. Yeah. I couldn't take my board exams. Those were closed because of COVID. Wow. Even after I did take it in June when they reopened and passed, I couldn't get a job for almost a year. So I was unemployed. And it did and they froze the student loans though, right? Those were Assuming frozen. You had them, but. Those were frozen. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> we got student loans, girl. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. But ditto, but it's just brutal. <laughs> we do what we can. I'm like adapting just, and what did you say? Adapt and survive? Adapt or die. Adapt so or like, die. Yes. You, you gotta keep going. <laughs> yes. I'm hoping that like Nelnet gets hacked and like yes. it vanishes, but yeah, well, you know. Well, yeah. Fingers crossed. Everybody um, keep launching TikTok. Yeah. We'll get Let's go. Where's Anonymous? <laughs> Where's Anonymous when a, with a hack when you need it? Yeah. Um, but I ended up like not being able to get a job. And I was, I was literally, I had a California food stamp card. Mm -hmm. Like I was no struggling. Yeah. So an EBT, I, an EBT card. Yeah. You, were you like living with your dad? I was living at home. Okay. Luckily I was able, like I had that privilege of like being able to live at home yeah. during, you know, grad school. Yeah, for sure. When I first had my first daughter, it was like prior to me doing sponsored stuff prior to, I didn't qualify for healthcare under the SAG insurance. And the Cobra, oh my gosh. Cobra that they offer you is very expensive. It's like $500 a month. It's ridiculous. Like at minimum sometimes. Yeah. So when that was sort of the only option and I was pregnant, we had to go through the state and then I had- Chip. Yeah, I yeah. had it. And I, and, and I had a, I eventually ended up being so type A that I met face to face with my social worker. And I was like, no, no, like I just need to know that all of this is, and I didn't even need to go in. It turns mm -hmm. out as long as you kind of have that green card or whatever, you can go in and have your child. And I literally went into Cedar sinai and had a Beverly Hills, my my first 
uh, OB had a Beverly Hills and then he had a clinic downtown. So it was the same care. Same, yeah. I, if I would have gone to some fancy Beverly Hills doctor and I just tried to, I tried to adapt. I was in um, probably the lowest I've ever been in my life, just depressed, mm. turned to Reddit. Like I was, no way. I was constantly on Reddit. I felt like it was a break from my reality. I loved reading all of these dramatic stories. Like you know, the, the missed connections? I, everything. Everything. Um, a lot of like, am I the asshole mm -hmm. stories, relationship advice, true off my chest where people just don't have anyone to turn to. And that's mm -hmm. where they're sharing this, this vent or this dark secret. And did you post to Reddit? I've posted a couple times, but for like trying to find ancient coins, like what? not, yeah, like really weird niche <laughs> things, not like any life Are problems. you Lara Croft? I feel like you might be Lara Croft. <laughs> I talked about, you know, all these Reddit stories with my friends and I was like, I can't keep bothering them. Like they're still working. Who can I turn to? Okay. No one. What about a podcast? Like other mm. people have to be interested in this too. Mm. Talked about it, talked about it, talked about it. My boyfriend, fiance now, but got so tired of me talking about it, <laughs> bought me all the podcast equipment for Christmas, taught me how to edit, was like, here you go, enough talking. Is he an editor? You're doing it. He's in music. He's okay. a music producer, writer, and in order to keep his roof over his head, also learned how to edit videos for like private companies, for like conferences. And mm -hmm. so he knew everything, taught That's me cool. how to do everything. That's awesome. And podcasts came out two months after that. That's wild. Yeah. That's so fun. Insane. I yeah. still, it doesn't seem real still. I bet, huh? Like, at all. Because you never thought to yourself, oh, I'm going to be in media. Even in just talking to you, I feel like I very actively listen to you, and I think I have pretty bad ADD. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I interrupt people constantly on okay. my show, and like people yell at me, and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are we the same person then? Yes. People say that about me all the time. <laughs> By the way, can we talk about Reddit? So Reddit doesn't sponsor your pod or anything, No, right? no. They um, Who is Reddit? <laughs> Reddit is... A big online forum. Um, mm. It was started by Serena Williams's husband. What? I did not know that. Yeah, I forget his name. This yeah. is kind of like the Simone Biles husband. No That's one knows okay. who these women's husbands are. Um, but it was started by him, and it's it's just this online forum. There's a bunch of different subreddits, so a bunch of different categories or niches where you can find your people. Um, so, so it's not just snark. Not just snark. Because <laughs> there's I know. a lot of snark. I know. Well, and if you talk to like a celebrity about it, they're like, I hate Reddit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because like that's the evil side of it. Like, yeah. There is a good side of it, like a community side where people are genuinely trying to help people. Mm -hmm. And that's the side I really tap into. Mm. Um, I don't look at snark pages at all. Yeah. Like, it's just it's so toxic. But yeah. um, it's just a great little place for when most people. When you think of like utilizing a software or like a social media site, I don't even know. Do you consider Reddit social media? I know it's probably yes, but kind it's a forum. Of, it It is. Um, I think other people use it more so as social media. Right. Like for me, social media is kind of like the the core. Like I wouldn't even consider YouTube social media. Right. I think it's like for me, it's like Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. I won't. I still have it as the bird app and TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like the the original. And like even yeah. Facebook. I'm like, the only thing I use that for nowadays is Marketplace. It's kind of like an online thrift store. It is. Marketplace. Oh my God. The best stuff is on Marketplace. Yeah. Reddit, I, yes, I will acknowledge that the snark is there, but about two, three months ago, 
Am I the Asshole came onto my radar. Mm -hmm. And so it's really funny that we're sitting down and talking about it and maybe even utilizing it yeah. to see like kind of almost like what you do on your pod. Um, because it is really interesting to have a conversation with th the community, right? Mm -hmm. Like to utilize the community and that there's a spectrum of interaction that people can have. Like they can use it for negative or they can just plug into something like what you did. And then I do think it was really smart for you to be like, you know what? There's a need for this. I'm going to fill the void. I'm going to yeah. fix this niche. Yeah. At the time when I started, I looked everywhere and there was only one other like YouTube channel, not even a podcast that was like doing Reddit stories. Mm -hmm. So at the time it was like, how, how has no one done this yet? And so it was like the perfect storm of like, I started kind of as a COVID thing. Mm -hmm. I posted on TikTok when it was still fairly new and oh, TikTok those just numbers. popped off. Oh, those numbers. I miss those numbers. First video. I mean, it was it was unheard of. Like it was crazy. What was your first video? I think the first one was about this story. Uh, it was about like a girl who threw wine on her mom at her brother's wedding. I heard that in your trailer. Yep. Yep. And yep. so that one, like it, it comes out that the mom wore white, like mm. an actual, like basically a wedding dress to the mm. wedding. And mm. The fiance bride, you know, was really hurt, so mm. she dumped wine on her, <laughs> and uh, we determined not the asshole. Not the asshole. Totally justified. That is so smart. Yeah, that's that's what you have to do. You have to determine if somebody's asshole. Yeah, but it's it's really fun because it's like it's it's grown like just past me now. Like mm -hmm. we have this community, and you know, my listeners find it and then give their opinions, or even in the YouTube comments on my podcast. Like, there's so many other opinions that can help people. Like. My take isn't the only take. I'm I was going to say, that's two hot takes. Yeah. But it's really about a community yeah, of it's, hot takes. Yeah, it's really turned into something beyond the two. Back to the snark stuff, okay? Um, the people that are on snark pages may also utilize your community. You don't have any, like, you don't, yeah. like, you can't regulate who is on your community, can you? Do you Have you ever found yourself like, oh, I need to, like, block those folks because they're too snarky or like there's you... a couple people that have gotten banned um mm -hmm. it's usually for like hate speech or just like derogatory terms and things like that they just yeah. they pop off in the comments of a post mm -hmm. um but yeah there's not really like an algorithm you can use where it's like if someone's a member of this page they're not allowed on my page mm. hopefully that gets implemented because i think you could weed out a lot of people but Mm -hmm. it's not there yet in the code. Yeah, Reddit's kind of a little bit more open. It feels like the Wild West most days. Yeah. Like, it, it's kind of a free-for-all. Interesting. It's like, I was going to say it's like Craigslist for free thought. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. And, like, yeah. I, I've been on a snark page one time, and it was after. You want to see my snark pages? <laughs> no, because you're nice. Like I try. The person, the person <laughs> I was looking at, I specifically looked at after I met them, and it was not a good interaction. And I, oh, I just wanted man. to see if like you're it, like, am I am I the asshole? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was like, is my radar off on this? Like, oh my am god. Am I like what's what's going on here? So just to make sure I wasn't going crazy or like it was a me thing, <laughs> I went and looked at their snark page and. It was a very common occurrence. Damn. So then I was like, it's just, that's, that's take, take that L. That's fine. Damn. Okay. Yeah. That's really funny, though, that you were actually in that moment of, am I the asshole? Yeah. I was really confused. I just <laughs> didn't know how to handle it. And like, I got her a gift. I was like, what the 
fuck, dude? I want names and addresses, <laughs> as I always say. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What do we launch Reddit? I've done so because of the pod. Like they did reach out eventually, and I did like a little Reddit campaign for them. So they did pay me for that. Good. They sent me some pillows for my couch. <laughs> of course. But I will say, I think I think they were a little. Um, I think they were a little sour because <laughs> till that tea. Well, like. I remember hopping on a call where you could definitely tell, like, as the marketing team in-house, they were kind of upset that, like, my podcast was kind of, like, I think maybe doing more for Reddit than they were. Like, people thought that the Reddit posts were my original, like, my listener write-ins, which some of them are. I don't always use Reddit. I do use listener write-ins. But they were they were kind of challenged by the fact that people were like, oh, that's the Am I the Asshole Girl. That's that's, you know, that's her stuff, not, oh, that's a subreddit on Reddit. Yeah, they can't so, control that, though. No, and now there's, seems, there's so many other podcasts out there doing it now. Like, oh, I'm, I bet. I'm not the only one. So what other ones are doing it, then? There's a few. Um, I don't listen to them at yeah, all. I actually sure. block them on TikTok. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, because, like, I don't ever, <laughs> I don't ever want to be accused of stealing content. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, so they're doing, they're also doing yeah. the, 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 am I an yeah, asshole Yeah, like, there's only so, yes. Oh, yeah. that seems derivative. Well, and there's only no so many stories. Mm -hmm. Like, Reddit only has so many good posts on there, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's only so many that you actually want to read. Yeah. So I actually started, like, muting them or, like, uninterested so I wouldn't get them and then, like, see them read a story and then I read the same story and people in my comments are like, oh, so-and-so already read this. Like, yeah. I want to always feel like I'm not taking anything from anyone else. Like, you're I'm doing so my own thing. You're so authentic and you're growing and you've grown all this way. But then how have you maintained such a level head about the growth? In my head, I'm like, yeah, okay, there's a couple million on TikTok. But, like, that could be gone tomorrow. TikTok could, yeah. It literally, it could be erased. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, I recognize I have this like really cool position and really cool podcast and business and whatever, but mm. I'm like, it could be gone tomorrow. So it's like, you kind of capitalize while you can mm. keep your head about you. And also if you go out with other people that like have bigger followings, you feel like really under the radar, which I love. <laughs> I love, like I go out with my friend, um, Drew Afawalo. Oh my God, Drew, come on. I love her. You know, she's a friend of the pod. I love her. I I love can't. her. I she can't. is a magical human being. If we start going on Drew, I know. we'll just keep I know. going. At but like, literally go get lunch her. with her or like go do anything no, with I her. No, I won't do it. She'll make me feel small. And literally <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, holy shit. Like the girl can't go to the grocery store. She no. can't do shit. And no, like, because people want to be her friend everywhere she goes. Yeah. It's not just, well, I would hope so. Although I, she did say she goes, I remember one of our things uh, that I promoted the episode with. I was like, I got to imagine you get death threats, Drew. She's like, oh, come on, Christy. Of course I get death threats. Oh my God. People try to dox her all the time. Oh, I'm sure. It's just, it's not a good world on that side of it. I'm Have, really So doxing, by the way, for folks that may not know, is yeah. like basically when uh, people like what, give your home information? Yeah, they drop all of your information online so that your haters can literally come track you down. Yeah. It is terrifying. That is pretty terrifying. And have you ever no. gotten negative feedback from like, did did anyone ever, okay, so here's a good question. Yeah. Because I, I said it's a good question. <laughs> um, has anyone from one of these that you've deemed an asshole or something come back and been like, I'm pissed. This was my post. And like, you just made me. No, because it's like, they kind of know, like, 
it's one of those things where it's like mess with the bull, get the horns. Yeah. You're the one posting <laughs> on Reddit. Like this is a free public forum. You have to expect <laughs> it's going to go somewhere. Right. Like, True. The internet really is forever. It's forever. And, and it's like so it's one of those things like if you don't want that chance, don't put it out there. Mm -hmm. Like text it to your friend. Like mm -hmm. there's other methods, but yeah, it's like, yeah, people sometimes, but like, I feel like I'm just, I'm just the one reading it. So it's like, <laughs> don't kill the messenger. It's just, You're the asshole. Yeah. It's you, not me. I actually think 2024, it, my favorite curse word is going to be asshole. I love it. Let's bring it, bring it back. Really hard. Though. Yeah. I think some years, some years it's been, you know, fuck. And <laughs> I think this year it's asshole. Okay, and Miranda Cosgrove. <laughs> What's your favorite curse word? I think it's fun. She's so cute. She's adorable. Is she not the most adorable? Uh, I feel like all the child stars. I'm like you. She's like cute. I grew up watching you. I'm like I'm kind of sitting here. I'm still like I have to pinch myself. I'm like, Aww. is this real? What? It's a me. Yeah. It's just a me. <laughs> um, okay, what are we doing? Let's have okay. fun. So you're on Reddit. Ah, uh, yes. Go up to the search bar. Okay, let's And do let's it. type, am I the asshole? All right. You should see a sub pop up with 13.3 million members. I do. I do. Yep, you click that bad boy. Wow. Okay. So if you look at like the top post right now, that's like really <laughs> trending. Okay. Am oh, I the right. asshole for not wanting my sister at my wedding since she is in a wheelchair and will take up all of the spotlight? I mean, that do you really to need that. to ask? Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Come on. So you'll have a lot like that. But you know what's interesting about that? Mm. There's a vote on that post already, and the overall vote is not the asshole. So titles can be very deceiving. Yes. Well, you don't know until you get into it. So, oh, I see what you're saying. So the vote is you're assuming that people really read everything, all the nuances of the, yeah. the case. Yeah, you gotta go into the story then. It is the court of read public the opinion. It is. That is literally what the subreddit is. Yeah. So the first asshole one I have on mine is, am I the asshole for not inviting my friend's husband to dinner because he eats way too much? And she is the asshole. Voted the asshole by Voted the people. the asshole. There's one here. I do. Am okay. I the asshole for not letting our nanny leave for a date during our vacation? Oh, that's interesting. Let's look at that one. My wife and I had our first child last year, and it's been uh, quite an intense few months. My wife has been on an extended maternity leave, but on top of that, we've also hired a nanny maid to assist us with the baby as well as keep the house in order. She stays in our guest house. That's nice. That's good that she has a space reserved for herself. To celebrate our anniversary, I planned for us to take a trip by ourselves. She was excited about leaving, but was slightly concerned about leaving our son behind. Her mother was going to come down and babysit with the nanny. Trying to ease things, I asked the nanny if she'd be willing to come along with us on our trip and take care of the baby, stressing that this was supposed to be our couple vacation, so most of the childcare will be hers and more than usual. She jumped at the idea, and so I also arranged her ticket and accommodation. To be clear, she was also paid extra for the overtime. But over overnights or something else that should also yeah. be paid as well. Like there should be a whole thing. Yeah, like an extra rate. Yeah, there's definitely. I mean, we have someone that w if if they have to work overnight because I'm out of town or something like that. Like things have been. Yeah, I have some crazy stories too of other folks I worked with that weren't so good. So I, this is a really interesting one for me. <laughs> the I trip was a week long. Our arrangement was going quite well, but my wife was relaxed. We reconnected and our son was close by for whenever we missed him. We would take our son and give her a break either in mornings or afternoons. On our last day, she asked if we could take the night shift, okay? As she'd met someone who asked her on a date. Besides that going against our arrangement, the point was to give us a break for the sleepless nights. 
I'd already paid and planned an intimate date on the beach with my wife for our last night. Yeah, this is tough. It became a bit of an issue with her trying to guilt my wife and saying we were being unfair. But by the end of it, we didn't give in and she looked after the kid. Upon returning, my wife heard her on the phone saying that she was thinking of quitting over all this and that we were blocking her future. So here we are. Wife thinks we made a mistake. I don't disagree that it might have been asshole-ish, but ultimately it was our arrangement and she was paid extra for it. Are we the assholes? I'm really torn on this one. Okay. I get the overall vote is asshole, but I feel like they did a decent job of communicating uh-huh. up front, but at the same time, like, this is your nanny, mm-hmm. not your child's other parent. Yes. Like, that's kind of an aggressive amount of time for a nanny. Yes. And also, too, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, man, it's crazy. So it, it's really important that the nanny, the, 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 the person who is your employee who's, but it's more than an employee. They're like a family member. Yeah. And so you can either see them and treat them like a family member or you can treat them like an employee. I would not suggest the majority of your relationship to be considering them an employee. Yeah. It is a really gray area because this person is, you want them in a good frame of mind because they're protecting your child. Yeah. You want them rested. You want them happy. You want them um, being who they say they are like to you that they are to your child kind of thing. Yeah. Like the worst case, I mean, you've heard crazy stories and everything, but like the worst case would be like if they have a negative opinion about you and then they start kind of uh, either taking that out on the kid or informing the kid or just kind of making there be weird blockages towards your relationship with the kid. Can you, oh my God, is that something you've had to deal with? That would be crazy. I've had some crazy au pair stories, um, but um, ultimately it was just because they were young people. And I think that their priorities were just not in line with the kind of care we needed at the time. I was about to have my second kid and this au pair, you know, came in and, you know, I hope she's doing well now because I'm, I'm healed now. Yeah. (laughs) But I was, I was definitely in a crazy, like pre-postpartum because I was like a week away from having my baby Oh and, my God, that's stressful. Yeah. So like, but but really I've learned quite a lot about like, you have to take care of these people. They're a part of your family. Mm-hmm. I think they should have, here's, I think they're both kind of, not assholes, but like kind of, kind of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. She okay. should have told them, hey, there's this guy. Um, I've been, I've been hanging out with a, with a man while I'm watching your kids. I don't really know what that <laughs> I know that was, I was like, where did this come from? Yeah. Was he like somebody that worked at the hotel? Like, how did she yeah. meet no this idea. person out of yeah. nowhere that's like, I want to take you on a date, right? It is interesting. Like, in line at the breakfast bar, like, maybe she's, I, I don't know, she could be Margot Robbie looking. Like, you never know. But she strikes me as somebody who's a bit young. Um, you Especially know. using the word blocking my future. <laughs> yeah. Like, this was a first date. Like, it's not It's not proposal. that dramatic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I get that. But I hate, I hate for them to feel that way. Like the blocking of the future almost feels like she wanted the money. So she figured, oh, I can get extra money and go on vacation. Mm -hmm. And because probably it sounds like if it's one child and they're young, that kid's napping frequently. So that nanny's on the phone or like talking to family. They're they're doing other things. It's one, one kid. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend that's a professional nanny uh, right now. And she has gone on so many trips with her nanny family. Like Mm -hmm. they would take her to Hawaii. Like she would go 
everywhere. Yeah. And she was allowed to have her boyfriend travel with her. Hmm. Like he wouldn't, I don't know if he would hang out with her and the kids during the day, mm-hmm. but then the parents would take the child at night. The One kids kid? at night. I think oh. it was two. Okay. And they'd, you know, have them in a family room. Yeah. But they got the days to themselves. And then she'd pass off the kids at night. And then so she could go with her boyfriend or have a nice dinner. Like yeah. she got a break. Like, yeah. I would be very frustrated. Like, where it's like, I'm a nanny. I'm not a parent. I didn't, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah, And it's sure. like, you were going to have the mother-in-law come stay with you when the kid was staying home. Yeah. Why not have the mother-in-law still come with you, split the role on yeah. vacation? Oh, man, it's really tough. It's also, like, budget-wise. Did they want to pay for mother-in-law plus Probably not. nanny? Yeah, there's always a bit of that. Like, yeah. That's where I think the frustration comes in, in with the employees. They're like, well, why can't— it does become like money focused. Like at yeah. some point, it's not just that they're a family member, but um, but I what I will say is that like like the person who is has has lived with us, but then went off to be on their own and like is thriving, and we're constantly in communication. I can't help but like care a lot about that person's mental health. Yeah, like, and they're doing great, and that, love that that means so much to me. Yeah, so that needs to go first because they're. Yeah, they're a family member. Wow, this is so interesting. That's the show. That's the show. <laughs> so so then what is it? I mean, we talked about how like pandemic got you really roped into this and kind of like loving it. But is it is it really giving you, like I said, you're, are you having a positive experience? Granted, you've probably met a lot of other content creators like Drew. Yeah. And have you done like VidCon and stuff like that? I did present at VidCon last year. Cool. Um, I was there too. It was a really cool accomplishment. In Anaheim? Yeah. Yeah. I was only there day one Thursday and then I, I went to, um, Cabo for a friend's birthday. Fun. But it was really, it was a good experience. Um, obviously like, I think the grass is always greener. Like I definitely struggle with mental health still. I have a lot of burnout because it is Mm. a one girl circus. Like for the first. just you? It's just me right now. Okay. I'm just bringing on an editor. Good for you. I had an editor for like probably 20 episodes, but for the first like 102 episodes, it was all me. That's everything. Wild. And since then we've started other podcasts and like we have other like ventures now. But like that, like at one point, like I remember like feeling like I didn't have any friends because I didn't go out on the weekends. I didn't see my friends. I was constantly saying no to things. Mm -hmm. And that's just kind of like scarcity. Yeah. And it's like, I felt like I couldn't, I couldn't step away because if I step away, it's going to fail. And so like, that's kind of just the grind as like an early, like new business. I think like it's a startup. Like you have to treat it as a startup, like literally. And so even now I'm like mentoring another podcaster and I had to like have a conversation with her where it's like, you might have to not go out on the weekends. You might not be able to go to happy hours on Fridays. Like if you really want to invest in your show, it might come down to saying no to your friends and not seeing people. Like that's what I had to do. Like I'm not saying that's like the recipe for success, but like have you tried it yet? Let's give it a shot. Like there's more you could be doing essentially. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's hard. Like it's really, really hard on your mental health. Yeah, creator burnout is... Is oh. well known now. Yeah. But for the longest time, it's like you have to keep, yeah, you really, <laughs> you have to show everyone how easy it is and how simple everything looks, but then there's it's really that other not. side. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's interesting because like you think like social media, we're all so connected. But for me, it feels like the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'll have people come on my podcast and it feels very transactional. 
And that is like, I don't, I don't love that feeling. I like some creator. Oh my God. I was like, thinking about this the other day. Um, some, there's two types of influencer, two okay. types of creators. Ooh, okay. Ready. And I got this I'm at VidCon. We were at the TikTok party and, um, I literally had so much fun meeting all, Drew was there and Pete Monzingo, um, Ophelia, of course, um, Color Me Courtney. Like I have like a, like not a stable, but I have like a, a like a bat, like a really great connection to some parasocial relationships yeah. that ended up becoming more than that. And then when I got to see them in person, it was so confirming because you're saying you're isolated. Yeah. That when you actually get to meet them in person, it was really wild. And I'm so bummed that I missed you. It would have been really great I to like know. connect, but next year or just outside of any events. Okay, wait. So two types of creators. Two types of creators. Yes. There's the ones that collaborate mm -hmm. that are open to it. And like there, and there's the ones that get so caught up in status mm -hmm. um, that you see them crossing, quote unquote. Okay, I say quote unquote because you made a really great point is that it could go tomorrow. Your platform yeah. could, literally like Manon Matthews was on one of my pods and she was huge in Vine. And then Vine died. Gone. And she was like, I had to restart from scratch. So yep. like, there's like a humbling that happens to certain creators. Yeah. Um, that they get what they have to do on the next social media app so mm -hmm. that they maybe have a, like have a startup like yeah. knowledge base, but they'd still have to work back. Starting from ground zero. So there's a humility that actually is really truly making them better creators, more authentic in my opinion, because it's way more interesting to root for not the underdog, but somebody who is like it's a just human. real. Like, yeah, it's real. I feel like everyone's so tired of being sold bullshit. Mm, I know. It's like- They're just, being de-influenced now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, people come up to me and they're like, oh my God. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm literally, I'm just Morgan. Like I'm literally, this could be you. Like mm. if you would have started a podcast two years ago, this could be you. Like I'm not anything special. I, mm -hmm. I truly, it was the perfect storm. And like, I would like to think I'm a good person. Sure. Maybe, you know, that helped, but- it, it could have happened to anyone. Yeah. It's not like I'm this remarkable, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just a normal human, just trying to be out here, <laughs> make it and do good deeds and get good karma. Like, yeah. it's not like anything. You're being, you're just grateful. Yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't, like, I can't even imagine letting that get to your head where it's like, you think you're better than anyone else. So that happened. Um, and it was, it was a really big creator who I, I loved. And we actually had commented on each other's uh, like TikTok, like right before I went to VidCon. And um, I was like, oh, hey, like, do you remember such and such? Oh, and, no. and it was like, I know, it didn't go well. And they were just like, because I had nothing but people being like, oh my God, it's you. And I was like, oh my God, it's you. And yeah. then it was like, not that. And it was like, <laughs> and it was like, oh no. <laughs> For sure. Just be, be a good person. Like, <laughs> Like you can thrive. Like I actually really, I really love Dylan Mulvaney. I think Dylan's doing a really great job of of embracing her platform and, and showing off her talent and her variety and her journey. And like oh my she gosh, seems yeah. extremely sweet. So, so kind. And yeah. like the hate, like the unprecedented amount of hate. And it, I just, I can't even imagine yeah. being able to keep afloat after that. And yeah. so- Props to her. Props Absolutely. to her big time. Big yeah, time. Incredible. Um, who so then what do you think is gonna happen to like, do you think Reddit's gonna change at all ever? Do you think it's gonna like, I mean, grow, update its software? Like, what would you do, I guess, if they're trying to? Okay. I would say they've made changes that have put them backwards. Mm -hmm. Um, Reddit Reddit 
definitely has an inferiority complex. And they took away a lot of tools that their moderators were using. So all of these moderators that are on these subreddits trying to keep them safe, most of them are unpaid, especially like the big Reddit ones, like the Am I the Asshole we read from, unpaid. Wow. So there used to be tools that you could have like bots scan through and work the subreddit for the moderators to keep it safe. Yeah. Reddit was threatened by these third-party apps, programs, coding things. They banned all of it from their platform. You are unable to use it. So now the moderators have to work a hundred times harder. How does Reddit make its money? Advertisers. Yeah? Yeah. Just like in the AdSense. Yeah. AdSense. So it's not, it's not, is it is it profitable, you think? I mean Serena Williams' husband's a billionaire. Yeah. Like it's, he should be investing some more money in the, <laughs> in the I just, of it. I mean, I just don't get it. It's one of those things where it's like, make it more user friendly. Make it like that's going to help it grow. Oh, for sure. Like I'm, you're a success. You're like one success story from it. What else could come from it? Yeah, being um, optimized for oh the users. Oh my god. Well, and even me, yeah. like I'm, I'm decently tech savvy. I'm not the best. Mm-hmm. Like there's some stuff I really struggle with, but like even me, I go on the back end of my, my subreddit mm-hmm. for my podcast. I can't figure it out. It is so hard to use. It's like, I need to go take like a coding class or get back to my HTML, like making my own MySpace page roots. <laughs> like that's what I got to get back to. Yeah. yeah, to yeah. Know how You're to use end up, like having some emo song, like oh my God, that <laughs> playing was, on your Reddit. <laughs> I, I miss MySpace. Yeah. If I do that too. came back, I'm all in. I would. I think MySpace would actually be really cool if they did some semi-long form content. Mm-hmm. That would be really wise because podcasts. Go, Tom. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe maybe Reddit can think of how to integrate podcasts. They're trying. All They're right. They're trying. They try to do lives. So I did like a couple of Reddit lives for them, and yeah. it was interesting. Really hard to like moderate in the moment. We had mm-hmm. some people come on and say crazy stuff. <laughs> crazy stuff. So that's like it the was hard- more Omegle than it was like. It was uh, wild. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm really excited for the future of what's to come for the pod. But are, do you think you'll ever do them live? Or do, have you done them live? We're you going do. On You're tour. going on tour. Yeah. I just saw that. I apologize. I'm No, I'm um, scared shitless. Oh, I need to get like beta blockers. Like yes, Robert I, Downey Jr. last night was like, I took a beta blocker. This is going to go fine. <laughs> and I'm like, that's what I need. Like I have stage fright. Me too. I'm very shy. Yeah. So I'm like... I don't know how I'm going to do this tour. So Annalisa Vanderpool told me about beta blockers too. Oh. And apparently that is something that people use for Magical, stage fright. I hear. But I think you do want to try to, I guess she was, we got some people coming back and be like, <laughs> you don't want to use that because it's for this. <laughs> but I, I'm telling you, like that, that is something that people use. Beta hey, blockers. if I use it 21 times at one at each show. You'll be fine. Call it a win, guys. Call You're going to live. Yeah. I love meeting the people. I'm doing it more so like to meet my listeners because I've done meetups in like random cities I travel to. Yeah. And that is probably the most rewarding part of the podcast is like meeting the listeners that are like, I had terrible anxiety. You create this sense of community that then helps people. So I just love meeting meeting my, my friends. So they had anxiety and then they feel like with your show, they were able to- It's helped them. Like it's feel like, like they had friends and yeah, community. Yeah. My favorite is like I've had probably a total of 10 Listeners now reach out and say, like, you are the reason I got out of my abusive relationship. Oh, wow. And for me, that is huge. I'm like, they recognized all of these red flags from people's stories in their own relationship, and it gave them the courage to leave. Wow. 
So that is like by far. Yeah, you're creating perspective for people. It's in like a neutral, yeah. safe space. And who would have thought? Reddit stories. Like in what world? You did it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's very rare to find somebody that has a like like sort of just a good idea like that. That's rare. Yeah, it's really wild. It's just perfect storm. Yeah. Really perfect storm. Okay, so lives, which, which, when are you, you're going throughout 2024? Yep. So first stop is February 15th in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. We've got like five shows in Texas. Ooh. So two in Austin. Oh my God, no, I'll be there. Okay. I love this. If you would like me to be there, I will absolutely be there. Do you want to come on? Of course. Okay, there I'm, we go. I'm all about Austin it. Austin friends. <laughs> yes. Here's going to be your guest co-host. Yay! <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, we're kind of going everywhere and I'm just, I'm really excited. Me too. I just can't. I just, it's surreal. I promise you. So like those people are there to see you win. So I love that. Anybody who's come to show yeah. up, yeah, they're there to see you win and they want you to win so that they can also have a good time with you winning. I love that. Okay. Yeah. I need to like write this down. I'll text you. We'll get <laughs> each other's selves. We're friends. Yeah. I and love this. I, I thank you for coming, Morgan. Thank it's you for having me. It's been a joy and uh, this is not goodbye. We'll continue to I know. We're going to arrange a date. You, me, and Drew, for sure. You're, well, you're coming on my podcast now. 100%. It's going to be great. Let's do it. I love this. <laughs>